A hero is integrity, humanity, and compassion in action. The hero frequency is the thread of those qualities binding us all. I'm Yasmin Joy, an empathic survivor of loss, grief, and more. And every week, I'll be sharing tips and tales that brought me to my mission of identifying and amplifying the hero frequency. Let's tune in and turn it up. Hey, welcome back. I want to try something different on this episode. I want to introduce this new type of episode that I'm going to probably be recording a lot more of, which I'll call my Real Talk, Real Time episodes. If you've been following every single episode, even though I've had these long breaks, first, I want to thank you so much for sticking with me. Whether it's subscribing to The Hero Frequency or diligently checking every week to see if I posted something new, whether it's because you have faith in me or you care about the topics that I put out into the world, I appreciate you. I appreciate you showing up and I appreciate your time. In fact, that's one of the reasons why my episodes sometimes takes a long time to publish. I wanted to talk about the topics that were important to me and present them in a way that was clean with the main ideas organized and keep it unscripted. And as you hear in the intro, my intention was to deliver one of these polished episodes to you on a silver platter every week. And I've failed to do that. And I apologize for that because I don't take your time and attention for granted. Let me backtrack a little bit to explain how I got into this mess and then how I plan to bridge the gap so that I can show up for you as intended and as promised. So when I jumped into this podcast, I was on a mission to break patterns. Actually, I had already been starting to do this for the past couple years, but by the beginning of this year, I was really on a roll. And one of the patterns that I was trying to break was procrastination that stemmed from perfectionism. To tell you the truth, I actually don't have a problem with people liking things to be a very particular way, as long as that particularity isn't self-condemning or harmful. To me, that can be expressive and stylistic. And if particularity is your style, then you are being expressively in integrity. So there's definitely some of that in my procrastination. But the other part of it was that my tendency would be to have everything perfectly set, all conditions optimal, blueprints verified before I could start. And I jumped in to interrupt that. So I wasn't as well prepared as I would have liked to have been in starting this podcast, but my priority was to intercept excuses and start the dang thing. So it's been a little bit bumpy because life. And let me just tell you what that has looked like for me over the past couple months. So in episode eight or nine, I talk about one of the events. That is the passing of my father's partner of over 15 years. There were a lot of complicated emotions around the event, but there was also closure. And I touched upon it in that episode, but I didn't really emphasize how monumental of a shift her death presented to all of our lives. Essentially, while he was with Miss Taylor, which is the name I gave her in episode eight or nine, my relationship with my father was all but estranged. We really didn't talk much. And if I would call him and he was about to see her or be in her presence, he would quickly get off the phone. 
Now, I don't entirely blame my father for this because I know that's the type of person he is in a relationship. He's committed to making the person that he's with happy. I eventually accepted that I pretty much am not going to have a relationship with my father, whom I used to be very close with. And I would be sad thinking about the day that would come where I would hear the news of him passing on instead of being able to be there with him, as I always thought I would be for both my parents. It's interesting because every time this new revelation from where we thought we would be versus where we actually came to be, um, anytime that would come up, it would be a reminder of the event that set everything off, and that's my brother's death. Now, if you've lost someone, you may be able to relate, especially if that loss changed the complete dynamic of your family. But even in the everyday, like for example, after my brother died, even months after, I remember just watching TV and calling out his name because I wanted to show him something funny that was happening and realizing only after I said his name that he was gone, that that lapse in reality was a misstep and that nothing would ever be the same again. So back fast forward two years before Miss Taylor passed, my father started reaching out to me more and he was starting to sound like his old self more. By that point, she had been diagnosed with cancer and my father took very good care of her. But there were nights that he would come home by himself while she was getting cared for at the hospital. So he would call me and we would talk. It would feel natural. It would feel connected. It would feel like he's my father again. During those two years, I tried to be as supportive as I could for my father and for Miss Taylor. And we were actually hopeful that she would be able to pull through. She ended up having a dental procedure that she shouldn't have had, and it made her unable to really eat that much, to have the strength to move around to get the chemo that she needed, so her condition nosedived after that. When my father asked me to come to her funeral, which I had planned to do anyways, I could tell that he was a little bit reserved about it because I believe he just didn't want to push any expectations that might seem unreasonable considering my past relationship with Miss Taylor. I'm telling you these details because they're really different from how things were before Miss Taylor got sick and then again even more so after she passed away. It has been over 30 years since my brother passed away, over 20 years since my father moved away, and over 15 years since my father and I reconnected in this familiar bond. So when he came to visit and spend time with us over the summer, it would be the first time that he returned to the place where all his deepest grief began, but this time seeing it in a new light. He really needed this closure and this healing, and oddly, so did the rest of us. As my mother, my surviving brother, and I stayed behind in this place where the tragic happened, we would spend the next decades trying to recollect ourselves and reconnect with each other. Mainly, it was my brother and I trying to salvage any semblance of family between ourselves and with our parents wherever we could. My father was always the missing piece. 
this summer he came back. And it's not about him and my mom getting back together because their story is pretty much done. Their chapter is over. We don't expect it. We don't even necessarily want it because my mom is not well. And she hasn't been since my brother died. That's a big part of why my father left. She was not well in the head. She was not well in the heart. And now physically, she's deteriorating really quickly. Which brings me to the next series of events that occurred over just the past month or so. So at the end of the summer, my father returned back to his state where all of his belongings still are. He's trying to figure out what he wants to do next. So I figured I would be able to jump into episode 10 and get back on track with you. But that episode took some time to get up and running because I had a series of hospitalizations in the family, including my mom, that were completely unexpected. And I won't get into all of that right now because I'm still in the process of dealing with these things. So I like to talk about things when it's relevant and I've had time to process it and I can manage it. So between the big stuff and the little stuff, all the technical details that I explained at the beginning of this episode, it's definitely been a challenge. I have a limited time where the house is really quiet enough for me to record episodes without interruptions and background noise and all of that. And then with dad here over the summer and possibly moving in with us next year, and on top of that, these sudden hospital emergencies this past month, I realized I had to do something different because I can't wait for things to be optimal or perfect in order for me to show up and do the things that I want to do while being available for the people that I love and want to be there for. This podcast has been waiting for me for practically my entire adult life. I know it's going to go through a lot of transformations, but it's not going anywhere. And I so appreciate your support during the growing pains. I intend to keep developing and amplifying the hero frequency because I want to make sure that none of the things that I've endured and survived and been able to overcome will go to waste. I want to pass on the insights and tools to you in particular, because one of the biggest lessons I've learned is that being kind, good, even loving is not enough if you want the kind, good, and loving to survive in this world. So I'm going to start including more real-time, real-talk episodes, episodes that may be less leaning on specific topics and more on what may be going on in my life, including my interests, maybe what I'm reacting to from things I'm watching or reading, because I'm constantly thinking about how, wow, this is a great topic that I want to talk about with you. But the logistics of making it an organized topical episode would always feel so daunting and complicated because I already have a ton of topical episodes in the queue for me to share with you. So be prepared for upcoming episodes where you may hear the trash truck because everybody in our neighborhood uses a different trash company and so they're here almost every single day. Or lawn and landscaping people because we live in such a neighborhood where a lot of people spend a lot of money on their lawns. And that's definitely not a complete list of sounds that you may be hearing in the background. But as it is very important for me to be present and available for my loved ones, it is also important for me to be able to show up for my people. 
and you, my kind, caring, compassionate survivor and helper of and for humanity on the Hero Frequency, are my people. Thanks for listening, and see you soon. Every day is an opportunity to exercise your integrity, humanity, and compassion, including for yourself. May you go with the company of good, the endurance of love, the beauty of wonder, and the dignity of kindness. Thanks for tuning into The Hero Frequency. 